Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Davida, are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Davida Ginter is the co-founder and CEO of Enkindle Global. She's the author of Burning Out Won't Get You There. Excited to have you on. Burning Out. Yeah. Excited to have you on. Uh, If you would, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Um, with pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So I'm exactly as you presented. I'm committed and passionate uh, about the mission of burnout prevention. I'm coming from the field of leadership and sustainability. So I was supporting and still am supporting leaders um, in how to mobilize social or environmental change. And this is also how I got to do what I'm doing today, which is to support them in preventing burnout and avoiding this stressful situation. And yeah, this is uh, professionally who I am. (laughs) Personally, I live in Israel. Um, I'm married. I have three young kids and love hiking and being in nature. Yeah. Well, I love it. Perfect. I, I, I appreciate the cause very much. Um, is is burnout happening more than it used to, or are we talking about it more? Can you tell me a little bit about that? We are definitely talking more about burnout, and it did became a wider phenomenon in recent years. However, part of it is because before that people did not openly share about their experience with burnout. So it might be that people are burning out for many years now, but we are only now gaining more awareness of that because it was unspoken, um, because it was a hidden problem in a way. It's, it, it's, it, it's interesting in, in today's culture, and I don't know, I, I, I assume that, um, that the professional world is, is similar in different parts of the world, but here in the United States, there's almost a celebration of of this hustle kind of a culture, and you're supposed to be working 24 hours a day and never off, but that just seems to me to be ridiculous and a, a, a sheer recipe for burnout, but I would just love to, to hear more about why it is that, that, that burnout happens. Yeah, so you just touched a very important point that is part of the common causes for burnout, which is the business, I would even say the, the business mindset. 
So it's not only that we are more busy today because we are supposed to be connected all the time and respond in an instant, which is part of it. We are also caught up in a business loop, in a business mindset. So there's actually research, by the way, shows that we correlate business with hard work and success, which means that we are using uh, business to hide away from failure. Maybe you are afraid to fail. Maybe you are even afraid to be perceived as a failure. So it's attached to our identity, right? So we use business um, as a almost a status symbol. We pride ourselves with this business. So I don't know if you came across it. I'm assuming that, yes, that when you ask someone, how are you doing? And said, oh, I'm so busy. So we are occupied with that all the time. Obviously, there are other causes that lead towards burnout. So it starts with stress, which is by, by itself is not a bad thing to be stressed every now and then. It, it could be a good thing if it motivates you for it. But if you don't manage stress well, then it grows and it becomes feeling overwhelmed. And then comes anxiety. And eventually, you hit the wall of burnout. So it's a process there that if we don't prevent on time, proceed from being stressed and stressed out all the way to burnout. So other common causes are, uh, except for busyness, not putting self boundaries and not managing well the responsibilities. So we are taking too much and not delegating. But you can add to that guilt and shame. So many people that I've been talking with, interviewing uh, for my book, for example, have shared with me that they feel they felt guilty because they are not doing enough. And when you feel that you're not doing enough, it's an easy, um, it's a short distance to feel that you are not enough. So it's again attached to your identity. So when you take the business and the field uh, of guilty and shame and you add to that loneliness, because if you are not sharing enough, then you feel alone in this situation, then you have a huge problem. And of course, there is comparison, especially today in the area of social media. So when we look at our feed, it looks like everyone is successful. Everyone is nailing it but us, right? So like <laughs> everyone is doing it all the time. <laughs> signing big, uh, you know, huge deals before breakfast and then um, meeting this influencer for lunch and then they have time to meditate in the evening. But we, are, we are falling behind. But yeah, obviously this is not the reality, but it gets to us. And the comparison in that case is really, really harmful. So this is the pile of the common causes for burnout. Got it. I think that all... The That'll make sense, and I never th really thought about the progression. Um, and and you're right that stress in in and of itself is not a bad thing, um, but if you don't manage it properly, it will lead to anxiety, and then eventually burnout. So, so what what is burnout really? It's is it because it, it's not just ah, it's been such a long week, I'm feeling burned out, but after the weekend, then I'm fine. So. What is it really? Exactly. Good point. So burnout, and by the way, I now have an, an official definition by the World Health Organization. So bur burnout is a syndrome of chronic stress 
related to work. By the way, it doesn't have to be a paid work. It could be every mission that you are working on. But it's not clinical depression. Being burnt out relates to what you do, to what you're working on. And it's a chronic stress that is, has not been managed well. And it can be recognized. So the, the signs are you either feel exhausted, like really tired, not, oh, I did not sleep enough. You are exhausted because you are emotionally exhausted and it influences your, your body. Or you feel um, disconnected from your work. So you either feel negative or cynical towards your mission, towards, towards your colleagues or your boss. And also, of course, burnout can be recognized with um, reduced effectivity, productivity, and I will add to that definition, reduce creativity because we can't be creative and innovative when we are running out of energy on a daily basis. So when we say chronic, it doesn't mean that I wake up one day and I feel, oh, I failed today. This is, it's not that it's something that happens every day, every day. I'm exhausted. I'm disconnected. I just can't keep up like that anymore. Got it. Yeah, I think that that's, that's well said. All right. Do you think that, um, and, 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 and in your research, do you think that, that over recent history, we have started to place our identity on our professional lives a lot more than, than we used to in the past? I think so. Um, I believe that because the purpose of work has changed. So it used to be that we um, we have to go to work to make some money and survive, basically. Right. But then um, in, in recent decades, especially in the last 20 years, we are going to work to be fulfilled, hmm. maybe to feel belong, maybe to feel of worth and value for society. And obviously, you can also see that in the different roles and missions and titles that have developed over time. So it's not just, you know, um, I'm a carpenter, I'm a seller, but, you know, people are um, happiness officer (laughs) or trainer or a coach. Hmm. So you actually see that people, which is great, are doing this for fulfillment. But it also means that it's so important to us. We are so committed and so invested that it's also challenging in a sense of setting those boundaries. So it's always like that. You have this uh, fire of passion, but then how do you draw the line? How do you keep it balanced so it will remain a positive fire of passion and it will not burn you out when you are not setting those boundaries when you are so committed? And there's the question right there. I think that that's fantastic. You know, we talk so much about finding, you know, purpose through your work, finding what it is that you really want to do that really fills you up. So now that you've done that, if you are not mindful, if you're not careful to have boundaries, that which 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 feeds you will in fact destroy you. So 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 how do we go about avoiding burnout? Yeah. So, you know, I keep getting this question. Okay, so what's your solution? Right. Right. Give us the recipe. We we want the formula. Give me me the magic pill. (laughs) Exactly. 
So I, I don't give magic pills, um, and I never, I never give a solution because first there's no single solution. There are many. There's variety of practices and approaches um, and ways to shift a bit our mindset um, towards a more balanced and thriving routine, either at life or at work. Usually, in both. But there's another reason, and, um, which is there's no one size that fits all. So I think actually it's very harmful to blindly follow other people's advice because it might not suit you. It might not serve you well, right? So what I always advise is first do your inner exploration. So yeah, go and read and, and listen and be exposed to all these practices, but then carefully choose and test what works for you, what serves you the best. But still, if I need to give something more practical as an advice, so like I said, there are many practices to suit different people, but eventually there are some common approaches or practices that pretty much all people could embrace. For example, connecting, connecting to other people. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to now go and connect to everyone and you know be involved in, in huge groups this is not about that this is about finding at least one person that you can trust that will have your back when when you need it so it doesn't necessarily mean someone who will share with you their advice maybe you don't need advice maybe you just want to be heard in specific situations and interestingly when we are connecting towards the outside with other people on a genuine basis, when we trust them and we are connecting, we often are more connected to ourselves. And so that, that's definitely one thing that I can share. But it's also about finding a good balance. So what does this balance even mean? It's not the work-life balance. I think it's, it's a very trendy term that maybe doesn't fit everyone again. And it's more about finding the work-life blend, which yes. works for you. But when I say, yes, when I say balance, this is about balancing your routine in a way that will keep you well. So you observe yourself and let's say that all day long you're sitting in front of your screen. So you want to balance that with interacting with people in your free time. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe all day long is so hectic and noisy that in your free time you want to balance that with some alone time with some peace and quiet maybe being in the outdoors whatever works for you to balance what you are lacking in your routine it could be movement and um, stillness it could be anything that you are missing now and you need to add these these bits and parts to balance how your life and work look like yeah i think that that's i think that that's excellent advice right there and i appreciate that like so many problems, there's not one solution to them. It's going to be up to the individual. And I think it's always going to be an inside job. And you were talking earlier about how one of the, the main causes of this is it's built on guilt and shame and, and perhaps being able to have that, that close connection, that meaningful connection with somebody and if you're able to say to that person, hey, you know what, I, I feel, I, I've been feeling guilty about 
not returning emails up until nine o'clock at night and I've been feeling guilty that I'm not working on the weekends, that would probably go a long way to to helping you avoid burnout. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's key. I would so say. Being able to to just recognize when you are feeling that way and then to be able to actually talk and work it out and and I think that that idea about work life balance it is it is a a term that's at this point kind of trite but you need to find a rhythm or a good blend uh but to your point earlier having boundaries set up uh so that you do really protect if it's family time or time for fun uh, I think that that's so important. So do you advocate that, that, that people try to figure out what maybe a perfect day would look like and, and try to build those things in like exercise or alone time? Well, I think, again, it's very different from one person to another. I don't know what an ideal uh, day look like. It depends uh, if you work at home or outside, if you have kids and family or not. Right. Um, I think ideal is is a day that you end up happy and fulfilled, not to an extreme, like not every day needs to be the upper part of the roller coaster, right? Mm. But it's about just feel in place, in your own place. Yeah, I, I think that that's right. You know, not, not every day needs to be perfect. Not every day needs to be yeah. ideal. I, in, I'm fond of saying that life is not a game of perfect, for sure. And just a matter of finding that uh again finding that sort of balance or striving to get to 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 to, to get to that more contented life so i appreciate yeah. that very much i love it well davida savage nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them oh do i need to choose just one <laughs> if i if i have to point out uh one tip i would say um pause the self-judgment self-judgment is the enemy in general and specifically in the case of burnout so when we're able to pause that self-judgment and be more empathic not only to other people but first and foremost to ourselves and accept ourselves who we are and practice some of the fun of admitting struggles and failures that would be the one pause the self-judgment and accept yourself yeah well I think that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on and yes i couldn't agree more i think that the more empathetic we can be towards others but particularly ourselves to give ourselves some grace to be able to make mistakes because we're going to probably the better off we'll be so thank you for that Thank well you so said. Much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of your book? Thank you for asking. So my book, Burning Out Won't Get You There, is available on Amazon, in all online stores. And if you want to get in touch, either through LinkedIn or through my website, davidaginter.com. Always happy to connect and chat. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Davida your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to davidaginter.com. That's D-A-V-I-D-A-G-I-N-T-E-R. You know the .com part. I'll list that in the notes of the show, and you can pick up a copy of Burning Out Will Not Won't Get You There on Amazon. I'll list that in the notes of the show as well. Thank you again, Davida. Thank you so much. 
And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.